right, welcome to the very first League Community Podcast. I am a Dylan Most Dirty from the NA Community Team, and with me today is the wonderful Patrick Scarzard Scarborough as my co-host. Today, we're lucky enough to have the gameplay lead for the champion update team, Mark Yetter, aka Riot Scruffy. We're going to get to know him just a little bit, talk about some of the work the Champ Up team's done this year, and if we're lucky, maybe get an early peek at the upcoming Poppy update. All right. I didn't know. I didn't know when it begins. So first things first, uh, I got to get to know you at least a little bit, Mark. So yeah. uh, tell us, what uh, what planet do you hail from? Yeah. Uh, planet, planet. Planet Earth, actually, I'm kind of boring in that way, but uh, where, planets, where are the Yazbek? Uh, the where Yazbek does that come clan. From? That's yeah. My, my middle name being Yazbek, which yeah. is like a, uh, it is the name. It's the first name of my the Lebanese side of my family. My grandfather on that side. Okay. So that's where that comes from. It is a very strange name. He sounds like a wizard. It's kind of wizard-like, and and he goes by, you know, his his wife. Would call him Yaz, like the short nickname. I don't go by Yaz. Oh, he but sounds like a little goblin. As soon as, solves, but then, but then there was like a, a, a birth control or something, or I forget what it was. Yaz came out like in two thousand whatever, some some point in the last ten years, and I'm like, nope, no more, no more Yaz. Yeah, yeah, we're moving away. I'm done. Yaz, I'm done with that. All right, for reals though, Never where was. do you uh, where'd you grow up? So I grew up in Houston, Texas. Um, big. I had a big family. My. Uh, so, like, no, when I say I have a big family, I mean, like, I definitely had a big family. I had I mean, it's six... just, like, part of Texas, right? Isn't that the... It kind of the the sort of everything's bigger in yeah. Texas thing, but, like, not always, but my family was definitely big. I had six brothers, no sisters. That oh. was amazing. Poor mother. That's what everyone says, but I don't know. I had a blast. What but do you I mean? Was yeah, like, I bet you did. I, did you guys, like, play sports, but, like, only with one another? <laughs> like, yeah. you just drafted teams of yourselves? Pretty much. Like, the, the experience that you imagine, oh, I'm going to Well, go. it's the Houston Yazbiks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're real good this year. <laughs> we would, yeah, because you just take my, I'm the second oldest, right? So me and my one older brother, we'd be, like, team captains. Right. And just start picking. Uh, so uh, it says here on the sheet that Dylan prepared uh, that you liked math. God, uh, Patrick. And um, <laughs> so, like, how many times did you avoid getting beat up, uh, like, on the regular? Uh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I was a nerdy kid, but it wasn't like, luckily, I didn't have any sort of, you know, weird bullying experiences or whatever. But I was like, you know, ever since pretty early on in, like, elementary school and middle school, I was like a kind of a math uh, you might say whiz kid, but more of a nerd. But like, you know, I do these like silly math competitions or like logo. I don't know if you guys know what logo was. It was like 90s programming competitions right. where you had the little turtle and you say, go forward 20, 90, what? like right turn 45. You say this like we're supposed to know. You guys don't know what this is. So this oh is like, God. I'm super dumb. <laughs> okay. And so not only am I already over here like, damn, what's a math, what's a, like, a math competition like? You're talking about like mind controlling a turtle so this is in like, some form. Not, they called it a turtle. So this is a, um, this is like a, ba- it's a, it's almost like a I didn't game. expect this to go anywhere. This, like is, this. I, this I, is I I I saved this one for you guys. No, this <laughs> oh, is like a okay. it, it's like a game, but it teaches elementary school kids like basic programming. And so it's it's a black screen, and on the middle of it, you have like a little white arrow. Looks okay. like the asteroids. Oh yeah, ship. yeah. All right. So yeah, it looks like and one of those. you input commands that are basically programming. You say go for and, and like the, and so they give you puzzles. They're like make a star, and so you're like okay, go forward. You know, go forward 50, right turn 60 degrees, go forward 50, right turn 60, Damn. that type of thing. And then if you're advanced, you can do things like loops and, you know. Okay, so so you are a uh, 
a from from a, a big family mm-hmm. in Texas and you created stars with your mind. That's is, right. Is yeah. that's okay? That's out there, the there's, there's that one listener out there right now who's like, "I was in that program too." Like, <laughs> you know, I know, it was and a, he's it was coming for you. Yeah. But, but <laughs> he but now knows real, where though. you are. Yeah. For real though, Mark, you're gonna tell me you played the trumpet and you didn't get beat up. Yeah, no, it was it was. Yo, all right. I'll I'll jump in to defend you, man. I'm a tuba. Yo, brass. <laughs> let's go. Brass is let's make okay, it but but also you know since we're referencing my notes, Patrick, uh, yeah. you've left out left out the best part, haven't you? It's uh, I, I have something here about some eccentric music tastes. Why don't you tell us? Oh about that? yeah, well this isn't like this isn't like me growing up. This isn't this is like me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're so moving this forward. Is, yeah, Aren't we, we all growing up time, all the time. I know, though, Mark. So, <laughs> right. The first thing is logo. Now it's like here. Um, so like my my th- I can't really claim credit for this because I think it's really cool I, and this this is me thinking it's cool because I can't claim credit for it but like my wife got me into this super cr- uh, awesome genre of music called Outrun and like most people have probably heard Outrun but they don't know it by that name it's like the it's like a it's like eighties retro synth okay for and mixed with modern. EDM or whatever, like modern electronic shit. Right. Yeah. I think uh, what the example you gave was like Hotline Miami. Yes. The entire like soundtrack just of Hotline literally, Miami. If you know, is, if you know nothing else, line. that and then like uh, imagine every uh, like bad '80s movie trailer yes. you've ever heard. Yes. And then, uh, but like cooler. Well, right. And it's got it's even got this whole like because it's this combination of like the retro thing and like the modern thing. It's got this whole aesthetic and like you know you 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 if you've seen like Kung Fury or something yeah. and that movie was cheesy I didn't really like but like that is a outrun aesthetic with these gotcha. over the top dudes and headbands and like a lot of cars and explosions and stuff like that I can just see you at uh, at your desk just bouncing your head up and down really right. people, people like, tap you hey Marguerite what yeah <laughs> it's pretty good working music you know it's like if sure. you want to like get to work with some outrun you put on like a full album of like some outrun artist like Perturbator you put on sunglasses with like the oil slick <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's got to have the oil slick. I'm, like, I'm with it. This is this cool. is what I need to add to my routine. I uh, so so where I I kind of want to go with things is um, I assume you play video games. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've never actually seen it. Occasionally, uh, I I can't possibly know. No, well, uh, you. Lot, I, I assume you went to college, but I want to know. Like, tell me, tell me about the whole like. Uh, Blossoming gamer, yeah. college person yeah. that was Mark Yetter, right? Because you, you, you're here now, yeah. as a designer, uh, and clearly there's some leap to get there. Yeah, at right. some point after all the uh, the turtles and the trumpets, right. you, uh, you found video games, right? Well, get, and and being <laughs> a game designer, game designers are like the most video games people <laughs> that exist, right? Yeah. They're like so deep. We're like we're like seven inceptions deep inside the game. <laughs> um, so, like, I mean, I was always into games as a kid. My parents were like, you know, they were good parents. They they wanted me to focus and study and do all this stuff. So I didn't, I wouldn't, I didn't have a ton of access, you know. But I had my PC. I had my Nintendo sixty four at one point, and you know, all everything blew. All those games like really inspired me, even though you know, even though I hadn't really gotten to the point where I was like super deep in it. Um, I, I won't go too deep, but I favorite N sixty four game. Oh man, I like a lot, but honestly. Ocarina of Time, like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time just made me There just, it is. God bless. Oh my god. For sure, man. I, I was like, this is real. I'm like, this is all real. I don't care about the world anymore. It's it was over. so oh, risky, yeah. too, because you're like, oh, this is the first 3D yeah. uh, adventure uh, game of this kind, yeah. right? Especially for that franchise. Well, and I, see, and I didn't like, have Whoa. like a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo. So I, I hadn't actually you, been You just went straight in. 
Yeah, this was my first Zelda oh, game. Wow. So I'm like, oh, is this what? Wow. This is what Nintendo games are like. <laughs> That's what they were doing. They were just scrolling between screens. Like I, yeah. I saw the first Legend of Zelda, and you know, it's just yeah. the like the just like octagons are on the screen and people yeah. are like yeah that's a, it's gonna take your hammer so swing around and hit the back corner you're like how do people know yeah this was stuff like, what's was going like, on and then yeah no i'm i'm with it, it was like, and it's funny because nintendo 64 was a great platform as well for multiplayer games and and you know you play four people we had smash brothers we had goldeneye and i have Shout six out. brothers and so i had to convince them that no 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 it's rather than playing smash brothers with me you're gonna enjoy it more. This is mostly my younger brothers. Yeah, watching me play Zelda. Yeah, because there was no other way. Everybody's waged. That it's like a yeah. movie. It's yeah. like a, it's like a movie starring their older brother. Yeah. That's perfect. It's, oh, yeah, man. it's it's a perpetual battle to get the younger brother to be happy just watching you, and then also trying to not murder them when they delete your entire Star Fox <laughs> oh, 64 yo. Oh, save, which happened to me one time. Oh, yo, if we keep Lord. talking about deleted save files, I'm 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 out of here. <laughs> Look, I, I'm too scarred. I'm still not over it. Yeah. So uh, so you got into League. Did you get right into the game? industry out of college uh, were you doing other stuff I, I didn't I didn't I had a so I went to at school I had a computer science degree gotcha and um that led to and so I went to so I'm at I, I have a computer science degree I'm at Harvard right and it's oh. like super I know Whoa. sorry dropping the age bomb Try, <laughs> let's get past that quickly and um this freaking guy and uh Podcast over let's let's not <laughs> let's not make it a thing <laughs> let's just and uh and so, like, the, Harvard is a very serious school with a lot of serious, like, people. Yeah. And, like, their computer science program was great. And I'm, like, getting heavily recruited by places like Google and Microsoft and Facebook at the time, which was very cutting edge. And it's like, okay, I'm going to – and everyone's like, this is, like, where all the exciting stuff is. These are big tech companies. These are the innovators. And I'm like, okay, then I should – you know, I, I'm going to give this a shot, right? It seemed very, very um, appealing, very sort of – challenging i'm like oh this, this seems very legit right even though in the back of my mind i'm like eh, but i kind of wish i was playing games because i'd go home every day and and play games yeah and well, so what i do when you're not working for us well just mostly playing video games <laughs> every second of every day exactly <laughs> and that was like and and you could tell when the, the nine other people sitting around you aren't doing that you're like okay i think i'm yeah, I'm a, cut from the different so cloth. It's like I, I've had that experience sometimes where I'm uh, I'm kind of hanging out with people and they aren't into games, and it's like cool, you know. I'm not like I I don't like lack the ability to converse with them, but then when they start talking about like their plans, I'm like, whoa, your days sound like so full. You know, <laughs> like you just have so many different things you're gonna do. I, I'm just like I'm good on a weekend to be like, let's just grind some rank games. I'm going to block yep. out a couple hours. We're going to play some League of Legends. We're going to yeah. do that for a while. And people are like, yeah, I visited the museum. Then I like went to the beach. I'm like, oh, no, I got to go back. I, I have that issue every day with my wife. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like, oh, man, this video game, oh, I had such a great, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, what'd you do today? Uh, I, it's probably better if I if you don't know. <laughs> Nothing so, is as great as the empty schedule just sitting in front of oh, you on Saturday. Oh, oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, don't even get dressed. No. Uh, yeah. Or is we, that just which, me? Yeah, no, no, that's, 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 we, we, I'm not dressed now. <laughs> like, people hey, can't see, and that I thought that was the big draw. Pa Patrick, this is T for teen. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I have a leaf. Uh, then I suppose I think you're that's like our works. casters. They don't wear pants, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy. It's so, hot. All right. So, so Mark, I, I hear you did a little bit of. Uh, so, so, so you're talking. You're talking to us about how you you, you did your. Uh, you gave it the old college try, trying right. to trying to you know work in some more traditional employment. Right. Uh, right. What kind of stuff did you do there? Uh, I, d I did like typical sort of software development stuff when I, I was working at Microsoft, 
And it was like, this was like, you know, server, you know, software and, you know, uh, algorithms that help determine the best match of like ad deliveries for, you know, your preferences or your history. Very exciting. No, not not yeah. exciting. So you're, so you're printing money for some guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was like, I mean, it's a kind of a problem to solve, like a computer sure. problem to solve. But at, at some point, like those like. I kind of like personally felt like, you know, getting a task and doing it is like it's almost like your schoolwork. It's like your homework. And I and I wanted to kind of get more involved in like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? You know, feel engaged in the decision. How long did you end up doing that? I did that for about two years. Okay, that's a pretty long amount of time. Well, and I didn't. This is not I'm I'm not yet in the game industry. Right. So and then and then for about another year. Not not quite as long. I worked for like a, a hedge fund, a high frequency trading hedge fund. So these are the type of oh I see. This is the type of uh, financial institution that like makes algorithms that sort of look for tiny tiny like less than a penny optimizations, and then it's like oh I'm gonna make a hundredth of a penny a hundred times a second, and then that amounts to hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. Well, I made the printing money joke, but but That's, that actually is that basically Holy is crap. printing money, <laughs> and that was. You know, as it sounds, it's lucrative, but it was way, way less exciting. And I was just, it, it was great, though, because, like, I appreciate everything that happened to me because it really got me to where I am. Yeah. And Turtles. Right, the turtles. The turtles, the, the trumpets. Yeah, the, the football, trumpets. The and printing it was money. Like, but that really made me, you know, I wake up every day and I'm like, oh, I just didn't want to go into my sort of nine to five. And it was really, and that made me say, you know what? Like, screw it. I really need to, like get into the game industry, no matter what, no matter what. And so I, like, applied to every single game company I could find, like every single one, which is the right strategy for anyone out there that wants to get into the game industry. Yeah. Don't don't be picky. If you if you only make a single resume and you send it into Riot Games and you don't hear anything <laughs> back and you're yeah. like, well, that's it for me in the game industry, it's like, nah, man, you got to That's like you play many. the lottery once and you don't win and you're like, well... But no one actually, can no ever one should, win the lottery. I'm not saying. Yeah. I feel like I just led people into thinking they should play the lottery a lot, and then yeah. they're going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what like, is no. wrong with you? you T should, for teen, gentlemen. You should play every lottery. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the message that's here. The mes- no, that's the message. That's the message. Degenerate bad, gambler. Bad Mark analogy. Um, <laughs> did did right. you ever consider turning your uh, your penny counting money making thing into a game? Hmm. Did yeah, you ever consider like designing cooker. an interface for them? That's interesting. I didn't. That was like when this duck makes it across fun. the street, we get a thousand dollars. Make the duck I, go that, there. I, I, that would have made things a lot more interesting. That's for <laughs> sure. But yeah. So I mean, so at this point, I'm like, it, I kind of both transitioned to the game industry and to from being a sort of a software engineer, a programmer, to a game designer. Okay. And and I I went to this. Um, Kind of medium size and honestly medium success sort of AAA studio in Texas called uh, TimeGate Studios, and they, I worked on some games in like you know this is like two thousand nine ish, that were like these sort of big open spaces kind of tribes kind of Halo armored soldier futuristic shooter game. Yeah, sure. make make like some low poly environment. Yeah. Put a man with gun in it. Jetpacks required, you know. Yeah, vehicle. just some form of make VFG. it look space yeah. enough to kind of yeah. be Halo. There's lasers and there's, you know, yeah, And do much. things. And you yeah. and you, what you uh to my you did make one of those games. I forget the I name of it. It's called Section 8. Section 8, right. I I only remember seeing like the trailers for it. It's like 
there's bad guys and something about the government, probably it's, aliens as well, and here's a lightning gun, and then I yeah. would tune out after that. I mean, it was a great, it was a super amazing learning experience for me, and like, you know, the first year in the industry is like, oh my God, like I was never regretted a single day of it. I was just so happy, even though this was like the, you know, very, very generic, very straightforward product yeah. that was like, you know, it wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to be like pushing the limits of what games can do, but it was like really, really great experience. Right. So yeah, I guess I'll, I'll re-ask the question, but you, uh, you said like that, that's kind of where you got your start, right? Yeah, that's but, where I got but, my start. Uh, but I, I, you know, how, how long were you there? What was kind of the next step? Because I, I don't think you came to Riot immediately after. No, that. no. And they, and that was like, that was a start. That's a good way to put it. And I was there for like, you know, roughly two years, I think slightly more. And then, but I kind of knew I wanted to push myself. I wanted to do, you know, just greater things. I wanted to make like, no one goes into making games and they're like, I want to make average games or, you know, mediocre games. Like, I want to make the hey, best games. there's someone out there right now listening whose dream is to make only average games. No, Mark. I've been there. I've and been you need at, to respect I've been that. there and no one thinks that. I, I know. That it, <laughs> I'm dreaming I, of making an average game <laughs> this moment. Listen, listen, Mark, we can't all be Harvard grads, okay? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, even like, <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're trying to make like Flappy Bird or something. Bur Ooh, Burns. Yo, damn. Flappy Bird has a family, dude. You can't just... <laughs> Wow, that the I think it's the what, the Angry Birds. I don't know. I imagine there's a canon. Angry Birds all, and Flappy Bird are not of, related. I'm but sorry they could to be, inform what you. If they were? What? I know. My life you is ruined shame. by it. All right, yeah. but yeah. So you're saying what you don't? So where did you go to make not average games? Right. So then I I, I went to average. Games. I went to Treyarch and I worked well, on. Mm, and so good, I was on one. that sort of that I was making shooters and I had become pretty good at it and I'm like oh this is a great way to sort of level yeah. up what I'm already learning Treyarch for the people that don't know uh what made the Call of Duty Black Ops franchise yeah. series yes. right which is like a it's like a franchise within a franchise it is that it is that yeah and it's then like what, Call of Duty were, already hardcore is that the one when zombies appeared <laughs> yes as well yeah, yeah. cuz I only knew that my uh my younger brother actually ended up being like a high rated Call of Duty player, and mm -hmm. all he would ever play with his friends are zombies. Zombies, And yeah. I was just very confused because he was I was like, Black Ops. this is Black Ops, but are they like, is it like Van Helsing? Or like, are they, it's, it's are they like, vampire hunters? No, like, what's it's the... like ARAM. It's like a totally No, they were different... Nazi zombies, right? Yes, they were For Nazi my money, zombies. the best time in gaming. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Well. It, was a, it was a total offshoot. They were like, here's the real game where you're like serious. You and know, here's the kind of insane, yeah, and here's wacky the silly part thing. of it. Yeah. So, um, so you're there, and you're making that game, right? And so I was. A did you get to I work a, on the zombie? Attack? I didn't work on the zombies part. I was. I designed the. I did the multiplayer. Oh, okay. And so, which was like really the kind of core, like part of the experience legs of that game, right? Yeah. It was like you you would play uh, zombies though had some pretty good legs. You know, you play a, a really exciting and really polished and like so much work goes into it, like six hour campaign, and then you're done with it. And then and then you go hey, play man. multiplayer. This, I like the stories. Hey, you know, me too, but pound for pound, dev hour to play hour, that's a that's tough. Yeah. Um plus I then, can I yeah. can beat the computer. Well, other that's players. True. That's uh, true. Especially in shooters, man. <laughs> you go online for the first time and it's just like, what? This is how, oh, the, how those are players you so feel good about at League this of Legends, game? though. Yeah. Everyone on the enemy team is 14 and they're all masters. <laughs> they're yeah. all just That's how it feels sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's insane. Right. So uh so how did you end up making that transition? Because that seems like a you know, your goal was to make an above average game. Yeah. You landed a job doing exactly that. Right. Right. And then you came here 
you know, working on another above average game. Right. Uh, maybe. Uh, but but like how how was that how how did you cross yeah over? shooters right. shooters to league what happened there right and that's actually it's a genre shift it, <laughs> and so like let's take ourselves back in time again like I was making I love a lot of shooters past. I love and Mark Yetter's past I know right that's where I want to live the this rest is of like my the life. the ghost of Mark Yetter's past mm-hmm. um, and like even though I was pretty good at and I really enjoyed shooter games and I had a lot of experience making them. Like my passion, like back in my you know college days and stuff, like the games I really loved were like these RPGs and these MOBAs, and so like I had been playing League of Legends sure. while I was you know working on Call of Duty. I had been super into you know all these different MOBA games, and I thought you know this is what I love. This is like a new frontier for me. I think I'm, I think I'd be good at it, right? I mean, I thought. I mean, I played a lot of it. I was pretty familiar with the game, and so I'm like, when my friend like a game dev friend was like oh i'm talking to riot i want to introduce you to some people and you know get a tour meet some riot devs i was like yes i am totally into that yeah and sure. so uh i i i kind of remember this is my experience you showed up and i was like okay his name is scruffy but he doesn't have a beard i took offense to that i still to someday you're, yeah you're, you're a little more scruffy i do stubble now. more than beard yeah yeah Riot stubble perhaps a little different no but uh, yeah, i remember that same you, were, you were you were you were on, uh, you were, you would just kind of join the team and, uh, they were like, oh yeah, Mark, he's here for like a little bit. And then, you know, maybe he'll move on to some other teams. Yeah. We don't really know. And then it was like, after the end of like only a couple months, uh, they were actually like, no, we're going to make this team that makes reworks, which from my, I was like, whoa, that's a huge step. That's crazy actually. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so tell me about like the kind of formation of what is now Champion Update, right? Like right. how, how totally. you kind of got into the whole reworks deal. And that, and this is actually, there's even a little more to this story that makes it kind of interesting is that, oh, you know. do tell. No. <laughs> right, the Re- secrets, reveal your behind, secrets. The, behind the curtain. So it's like, uh, you know, Riot is like this really, you know, kind of fresh startup. It feels like it's a young company and, and I'm coming in and there's not a, a ton of, uh, Riot designers that had a lot of experience in just making other types of games and this sort of is, that uh, breadth. This is 2013, I think. Yeah, is this, this is 2013. Yes, yeah, this, this is still two, pretty two years ago. Yeah, and uh, and so it was like initially they're like, oh, we want you to come in, spend some time working on League, and then go try and develop new R and D games for Riot, and that was the original plan. And but like, you know, this is a couple months in, like you're saying, and right. and it was like it was about time uh, from what you know, originally when I started, it was like time to transition. But I was loving working on League. I had really like meshed well with the team. And and so then like a bunch of the the League leadership guys came to me and, and girls and they're like, oh, well, you know, you could still do that thing that we had talked about and go work on other R&D games, or you could form this champion update team that we've yeah. been really hoping to do and really help push League, you know, a new sort of side. And, and it's not like, and we will definitely get into this, I'm sure, yeah. later. It's not like Reworks <laughs> didn't exist, but, like, let's really, like, make a team and let's make a really big run at it. Yeah. Well, sure, and that was the issue is that, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, R&D, awesome. But at the same time, League is always evolving, and there was tons of stuff to do. Uh, and and obviously that situation you're coming into, we had messed around with updates and reworks right. and the various other things we've called them, uh, but there hadn't been a really concerted effort, you know. Yeah. And so in yeah. some cases... Players weren't super happy about what we delivered. Right. <laughs> and I, then you come into all that. Tell us what it's like. Yeah. I mean, and I think that the the goal of really forming this team, like a really solid team with like a, a bunch of designers and artists and sound people and production and engineers and 
that's like really like investing in the future of this game. And I'm like, you know, this is 2013. I'm like, League is far, far from from over, right? right? I'm like, this is like, I am so excited to be a part of that because this is like the way that we can keep people engaged. We can do the, the thing. It's funny, the, the exact thing that brought me to League was, wow, how much this game has improved. That's like our kind of our mission, sure. right? Yeah. And so well, someone could come, yeah. Yeah, well, especially at the time, right, I think there was a big push uh, within the community. It was like, hey, uh, you know, we're still releasing champions mm -hmm. uh, at a pretty fast rate at this point. Uh, not like two weeks, but I think we're almost we're almost at like three yeah. weeks to a month. And this is right as we're about to slow down. Right. And um, and so you start to get like Zach and Lissandra, I, I believe Thresh was the first champion mm -hmm. of that year as well. And uh, you have Thresh, right? Yeah. And then you have like Scion. Yeah. And like that's kind of the conversation that players are having is like, hey, you have this old dumpy stuff <laughs> in your game, and all Riot cares about is the new stuff. Right. Because the new stuff is going to make the money. The new stuff is going to be this big deal. And uh, and really, what we had for reworks at the time was just uh, individual designers kind of taking on a project. Right. Right. It was like we had a loose priority system. And you experienced this and I experienced this as well. Yeah. Before right, like, like I, I got to work on Karma. Shout outs to Karma. Uh <laughs> but you know that was literally just like, hey, uh do you want to do a rework? And then here are the ones that we want to do. Uh -huh. Go for it. Right. And and right. so you ended up having a lot of characters that maybe got some uh but they weren't fully supported. It wasn't really well communicated. Yeah. And you compare that to something like Scion or Gangplank today. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that seems so cohesive. That seems so together. And it's like, yeah, well, it was supported by the weight of this, like, huge development team. And that's really kind of what we're seeing out of the work that you guys are doing now. Right. I mean, but the, the world before Champion Update was, like, the output, like, the amount of updates we could do. And the quality were both very hit and miss, yeah. right? You know, one out of every, you know, only one out of every 10 that, you know, projects that a designer right. or artist started as a passion project would actually ever get through because there was never much structure around it. And and so we were so slow and there were so many false starts. And then on the other side of that, because there wasn't a team supporting it and like sort of learning and growing together in like how to do these type of updates well... The quality was like, you know, kind of like rolling the dice. And sometimes they were great. Sometimes they were okay. Sometimes they were bad, right? And it's yeah. like, and so so when we started, we're like day one, like the the big things that we wanted to focus on were just like, hey, we're going to be consistent. We're going to deliver champion updates, a lot of them, as many as we can regularly throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And we're going to like really take a hard look at our methods and learn how to do these right, like, like. 95% of the time instead of 50% of the time. Sure. And I know I know early on that that, that building that team thing was actually one of your guys' biggest challenges. You know, back back before it was kind of a case of like, all right, this next update's coming up. Well, crap, we don't have an animator. They're all right. locked up. Right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess we can't really do any art on this one. Right. And so, you know, compare that to today where you guys basically have a full reinforced champion pod, essentially. Right. So whatever the situation calls for, whatever that specific champion needs, uh, you guys are able to to kind of, you know, plan that out and deliver on it, yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's and and it's funny because back in 2013 when the team sort of formed, it was still pretty small. And ever since then, like, and we just did what we could at that certain pace. And we'd be doing, like, 
you know, seven or eight updates a year. And it's it's like this, you know, big snowball rolling down the hill and it's just been growing and growing and growing. And we're we're more than twice as big now and we're doing way more than twice as many updates as we used to every year, including all sorts of crazy new angles that we didn't even imagine back then. Yeah. Sure. I uh, I actually kind of want to talk about some of that stuff. Uh, you know, your team just, what, at the time of this recording, Gangplank, Fiora uh, are two that just happened, uh, the Juggernaut update mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. right? So there's, there's kind of like smaller scale or right. in some cases like Mordecai is actually like pretty significant. Yeah. Um, what is some of the stuff that you guys are taking on now? Like, you yeah. know. You had your team's double the size, right? right? What's what what's under the trunk? What do you got? Actually, the the ones that you just mentioned is a great explanation for sort of how we're approaching it right now, and like when we look at the sort of roster of champions, I don't mean to say roster because that's kind of confusing, but when we look at the champions in the game that we think need updating, it's not a one size fits all process, right? Someone like um, Scion or Poppy or Yorick, we're like this character needs a full overhaul. Yeah, and the we whole kind of thing. yeah, and so that's a but that's a really involved process, and it takes a certain group of people. You need a, a new, you know, you need to write a new script for voice acting. You need to fully reanimate the character. You want to make a whole new model for the character. You right. want to oh, overhaul their gameplay. In game a lot of ways, play. it's like you're doing. It's a whole new identity. Right. That's well, and right. that is almost the it's the new champion, right? Let, I mean, let's take what this champion sort of could be, and what players sort of wish they could be. And make that champion like from the ground up, and I and I specifically say what players wish they could be because this is one of the tough lessons that we've learned over the years. Absolutely. Where, where you know the first instinct of a game developer when you're like let's let's update a champion is oh go back to the day one when we first <laughs> conceived it and like this is our creative vision and it's like we learned very quickly that that matters zero. Like I mean it, it's pretty correlated with what players perceive of the character but sometimes we originally thought you know Aurelia was going to be one thing and she ended up in players sort of hearts and minds as something totally different sure and so if we're going to update Aurelia we need to care about what you know is sacred to players not what we originally intended yeah you yeah. guys have that crazy responsibility of yeah. having to manage both you know the guy who has only played that character his entire league career and right. has posters of it on his wall and the player who hasn't played that champion ever, or or maybe doesn't even play League of Legends yet? Right. And what what is the best decision for them going forward? That's right. And and I I remember a specific example uh, that I, that always comes to mind for me was Twitch. You know, right. We looked at him and we were like, well, okay, <laughs> you know, gameplay will be challenging, but on the art side, I mean, this guy doesn't even have any legs. Like literally, he didn't have legs. Yeah, pancake rat. He just dude. rocked <laughs> back and forth, and. So we just went about that artistic, uh, you know, challenge, and then and then we get to the end, and there are still some players being like, "Oh my gosh, you took away his look. I love that look." And and I realized that day that you have a really, ter- you know, uh, intense challenge where that thing that is so off or so or so bad from our perspective that we right. can't possibly let go forward can actually be the thing that a player most loves about that champion. That's exactly right, because even when we're taking something that we might think is like the worst possible thing we can even imagine and making it the best, there's some player out there that love that. They love that, you know, sort of silly ping sound or that, you know, you know, weird expression on Poppy's face or that ugly yeah. splash art. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. Nightmare yeah. fuel. Um, I know someone out there loves it, but I... I... I will take it to my grave. <laughs> I, I 
do. I hate that thing. We've got some. We've got surprises in store with Lollipoppy. I think. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, I hope, let's, I hope. let's 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 move into some of that stuff. You were talking a little bit about things you guys are working on, uh, and uh, yeah, like. How do you guys prioritize? What are some things coming up, and how do you even pick what you're going to be working on? Yeah. Right, like, like how do you guys decide the the big ticket ones? Right? right, because I think you you alluded to there being like, oh, we kind of do different sizes right. of things, right? And I think all players kind of get the sense it's like, uh, not all reworks are made equal. Right, but like, what are your big? What's what's the scions? Can right, you, and when we're looking at the big ticket ones, these our targets are like top. The, the top of the list, right? Who needs it the most? And and we kind of balance our internal perception of this, of like, we'll get all the game designers together and we'll be like, what are the worst, you know, farthest off kits for these characters? The ones that don't deliver at all on the cool sort of, you know, character that, that you want them to be. And the ones that are just so confusing or so convoluted or so horribly, you know, unfun to play against, right? And that's how we, we sort of create our stack rank. The artists do the same thing, like, in terms of art quality, you know, talk about, like, pizza feet on people like Tarek and stuff. <laughs> pizza feet. The pizza oh, feet. And, the most, uh, Siver had the most delicious <laughs> she had, Siver followed by Mordekaiser. There are some pizza feet still. The, the, the list is dwindling, though. Yeah. Um, do, we, do we get to have a pizza party ooh, we when should. all the pizza feet are we done? Should. Stop it. <laughs> well, that would be perfect. <laughs> well, we love the. It, it's really satisfying, actually. This is a total. I'm derailing this conversation, but Go the the uh, the sort of conference rooms in the you know the Riot HQ are all named after different champions, and they have little pictures of the champion splash on their computer monitors or whatever. And it's so satisfying when we update something that is just awful. And we used to have a lot of meetings in the Scion conference room. Dude, I was so pissed that room didn't change for months after the I update. Know. I felt like, and, and when it finally <laughs> did, we're like, oh. Just we no longer have to look at <laughs> Arnold and whatever yeah. else is going on there. Oh, jeez. Who is your Simon? Yeah, yeah, I know. Dude. Oh, yeah, exactly. Rip. He lives Rip. on in our hearts. Rip. And so, and so, like, we've got this back to the question about how do we prioritize these big, yeah, these these really big overhauls, and we've got our our list, and. I think this is about 90% accurate to what players would say, but we also care a lot about what players might think is their list. And we actually did an interesting um, study very recently where we, we gave a survey to like thousands of players, totally randomly selected, so it should be pretty representative, where it's like list your top three champions you would like to see us do an update on. With the option of not listing three if they don't think that sure. we should do any. <laughs> and we just turned those responses... Uh, I think most everyone did three. I, yeah. I didn't see the no, individual. There's some, there's some guys out there though. Cards, yeah. More new champions, yeah. more new skins. Always could it, right. If if I had taken that, I would have just said ribbon three times. Ribbon three times. I don't know if that was an option, but <laughs> I would write make it, it work. in other uh, yeah, obligatory. Uh, did you did you lose to a ribbon recently? Like, joke. Hasn't everyone lost <laughs> to a ribbon recently? That's, yeah, exactly. Do you play League of Legends? <laughs> then yes, you have. No, please. So what? Tell and, me. And the, so we made this word cloud. We made a word cloud, and it was like there were clear, clear winners. And this is like this makes us super happy because there were three enormous words. And there were another three that were like kind of medium sized, and then everything else was like tiny. And All so right. the top three, and this is as of today. Stop right? yeah. teasing the players, man. Get ah, to it. <laughs> top three: um, Poppy, Tarek, and Yorick. Oh, that's our top three. What's that last one? Yorick. Who's that? Who's that? No, I'm yeah. What is, what's what's that? <laughs> what's a Yorick? Um, 
Okay, so interesting. So what did you guys do with that information? Well, and so this is like, we're doing this constantly, and we've actually, we had been making decisions before, and this is our sort of most recent poll. Sure. And, but this, that information perfectly lined up with our sort of current projects. Really? And we're like, we're like deep in with Poppy. We're getting, you know, very near to the end of that. And we're like ramping up significantly on Tarek, which we hope is next. And then we've got Yorick like right right after and it's like it's actually happening. It's wow. actually happening. Because there is I swear it there is a uh, starts. it's like a curse in some way that there's a uh, one person's like they'll they'll get to write and they're relatively new and they're like I want to work on the Yorick rework. Yeah. Oh, of course. And yeah. and everyone is like God bless you. <laughs> Go forth sweet summer child and find that out. And it's it's just so hard the character uh is difficult from a thematic perspective. Right, it's difficult right. from from an art perspective. Difficult from a design perspective. Right. Right. Uh, and then even the literal mechanics of like coding Yorick. He's a mess. Is, it's a nightmare. Yeah. He's and a so mess. it's 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 probably one of our biggest challenges to face. And and I uh, you know I I certainly won't spoil anything. I won't say anything more. I've seen uh, some of the concepts uh, done by my good friend Josh Smith over on the Champion Update team. He's a and, monster. And uh, I. Am super excited. I'm, I'm, I'm like couching that yeah. excitement. I'm keep like I'm keeping keep it there. It in check. Keep I'm keeping it, in it check. there, and then it's gonna like release all yeah. at the same yeah. time. And I'm just I gonna am, become I am both excited, excited, of course, and and terrified because yeah. it's, he's he's a he's a weird champ. And like I said, you know the, those weird elements are the things that uh, as a community guy uh, make me worry about all those listeners right. out there. I know there's some guy who's like, don't touch my Yorick. Yeah, don't you dare touch my Yorick. Well, and and you know we got to respect that as a thing. We got to figure out the way to. To take what he loves, right, and just you know bring it up to to par technically and right. and and fitting into you know what league is today. And we've had that conversation many times with a lot of these sort of bottom tier champs are weird. And instead of like we like oh we could make Yorick a super awesome anime hero likable guy right yeah. and it's like well sure his appeal would be much better Yorick is a samurai <laughs> now and, and and he has one scar over his left eye right. and silver hair and an angel wing right. And just one, one. exactly. Just, just one. one. Yeah, just his play rate just like t- quintupled, yeah. and it's like, but but that wouldn't be like. Where's the connection to Yorick? And so instead, we want to embrace that stuff and like, how do we turn what he is, you know, into something that is appealing in its own way, in a very unique way, you yeah. know, for for someone like Scion who was unappealing, but we're like, oh, we're gonna really encapsulate that undead sort of badass, and so he was just like. Super serious, like yeah. soup, but like there's satisfaction in just being this like you know monstrous juggernaut that just like has like oh, very yeah. little care. He's he, one of my favorite characters in the game, and and I think always will be at this point. I yeah. love Scion. I uh, I want to ask you some questions about Poppy specifically yes. because yes. well, there's something I want to pull out. What you said, you were like these bottom tier characters, and right. Poppy I actually think is a little tough. Right, because of the three that we just mentioned, Poppy may be the most powerful of them. Right, right. Like she's actually pretty good. Right, she's pretty useful uh, right now in terms of like just you know ults your support and then mm-hmm. beats the hell out of you right. uh, forever and can't be hit by anything. Right, and it was actually I saw a video recently on the subreddit that was kind of like, hey, here's my guide to playing Poppy before Riot reworks her yes. and kind of takes her away. And yes. so I know. 
Poppy is a fierce fan base is I think almost probably the best example of, of what we've been talking about, about the people who really love her mm-hmm. uh, kind of feeling of like you can turn the tables, you can kind of even the odds, even though she's small, even though she's unpopular, right? Like I can be a Poppy player. And so has that specific flavor, the kind of uh, the special feeling you get for being a unique Poppy right. player, the kind of snowflakes. How has that driven your decisions throughout this process so far with whatever you can share? Well, at the start of any one of these projects, what we try to do is look at the live champion, in this case, Poppy, and reduce it down to the sort of the core things that sort of make Poppy Poppy on live. And not even getting super specific on like a skill or like yeah. a, a, a feature on her armor or something like it. But it's like, oh, I am this small yordle in like heavy armor with like big weapons and attitude right i'm this like very i'm very small but i'm very scary right and yeah. i pack a lot of punch yeah everyone's scared of me right. that's got to be yeah there. exactly and i push around the bigger characters and it's like all about this sort of really unexpected and that's an endearing quality cuz you're this sort of david versus goliath character right you're this like this big things come in a small package character. Yeah, and ev- everyone tries to crush you and do yeah. damage to you, and you're invincible yeah, you're for a so hundred reasons, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like and it's like <laughs> somehow the more effort people put into trying to destroy Poppy, the less successful they. That's become. right. Yeah, and she's just relentless, right? You know, she sure. she won't die, and she won't stop, and that's and so we really so that was our sort of foundation, and. Then when we get deeper and we're like analyzing her kit, like almost like piece by piece, right? Some that that means different things for us in different cases. Some things we say, oh, you know what? This is a a great spell. We like it. It has you know, it's satisfying. It has good decision making. It's not you know overly frustrating for the opponent, and it fits Poppy. They could just stay, right? Things like her E heroic charge. We're like, wow, this is like so poppy. This is a key poppy moment. Yeah, like yeah, slamming almost, things d- in we, the wall. We don't even need to touch it. Yeah, right? dash, dash, and sm- like you might have to change the the specific mechanics or right. or, or, or add a little like bit to it. But, but here dash and, there, and smash like, yeah. stays. That has totally. to, right? Exactly. Yeah, there's the the feeling uh, of poppy being faster than you. And not attacking you at first because she's running past <laughs> she's you. She's lining up the pool. And yeah. you're like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, there's nothing I can do. I've been flanked. Yeah. That, yeah, right. I, uh, oh my God. That whole moment yeah. is, is, key. no, it's, it's terrifying. It's very marquee yeah, to the is. character, it is. I sure think. That's good here. But, but so what you're saying is, I, I imagine these are, these are kind of the culprits, the whole like, oh, I magically take half damage for, for no right. apparent reason, or I spawn a golden bubble that right. I, it makes me invulnerable for a long time and doubles my damage against you. Right. Just stuff like and that is a little uh, less core to the personality. Well, I think that you, the, the, you could argue that they're core, and we had to handle both of those, what we would have identified as gameplay problems, differently. Sure. The the passive, right, which is like this extremely convoluted sort of mechanic that you know, gives her damage reduction yeah, based I, on the hit. I, I, like, I wanna I wanna lay it out because it is insane. It's insane. If you've if you've never known what Poppy's passive is, you will learn today. Uh <laughs> if you would take damage, uh, and that damage is more than uh ten percent of your current health. That's right. It goes it's halved. We're grasping onto the the f- sort of emotional highs of mm. as I'm low on health, 
I really don't want to die, right? I really am going to fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to so, hold on yeah. at this moment. I'm yeah. going to make my stand. Exactly. Yeah. And so we want to, so in in this case, it's like, great, we're going to preserve that element of Poppy. It's not going to be that mechanic, not even close, right? It's going to be totally redone, but hopefully it delivers on that same experience in a much more clear and like just representable way. Sure. Right. So so there's that one brand of insanity. Yes. Let's talk about the other brand of insanity That's right. That's right. with the ult. What what uh I, I gotta imagine there's gonna be some hefty changes right. in store there. Right. And this ult is you know, it, it, it has a lot of different problems and we could talk about a few of the key ones. You know, it sort of is its main use case is this sort of definitely not intended in the original design sort of exploitative feeling thing where I say to the enemy team, well, only your support can damage me now for a ridiculously long time and I'm going to go kill your ADC without them having any recourse or any option to stop me. And and this is just like, and you know, if there was one reason why Poppy is on our top three list and the player voted top three list of champions that need an update... It's probably this sure. this spell. Yeah, uh, I, some I got, of the stuff that gets added. You know, we're talking about some things that that got to disappear. What are you doubling down right. on? Well, in some ways, I I don't I don't want to spoil too right. much. Yeah, right, sure. but like, please, if, if you can, if I can, <laughs> what, if I can, whatever you can say, I don't want to pry. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, there's, there's not, you know, a right. ton of people listening right now saying, "Tell us more." Right. And when you're, <laughs> and when you're, um, <laughs> when you're taking something as for the poppy player as you know, kind of crazy and powerful as that ultimate, or other things going on, like things spell like the W is like just kind of boring, and there's a lot of opportunity there to make it more interesting. You need to replace it with something equally crazy and equally fun, and, and so like we really are are dipping heavily into this fantasy of this, you know, sort of small character with so much punch, right? And she is like, like, she doesn't like, she tells everywhere else, everyone else where to go. She's going to body check you into a wall and stun you. That feeling, yeah. we're going to like push a lot more in that direction, I would Interesting. say. So a little bit more of kind of controlling and directing enemy right. movement, you're saying? Right. There's a lot of physicality. Gotcha. There's yeah, there's a I, lot of I'm that. just gonna I'm just gonna ask this one question. Mm. Yes or no question. Mm. Uh, I've seen the ultimate. Do you think it's sufficiently insane? I think it's one of the most insane things <laughs> I have ever seen. What the hell are you seeing? You guys holding out on me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I and, and the many players out there are pissed officially mm. now. Well, he just said it's insane. <laughs> it's I insane. know. No, I'm, I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm going to have to go find bananas. out. It's pretty bananas. We're like, goofy. We're like hooking up the, like, the final art for it in these reviews, and we've been reviewing this spell for like, you know, a month or something, and even today, like literally right before this, we're looking at it, and everyone's just like, has like chuckles just watching it happen yeah. because it's so. You crazy. see it in game, and you just hear people laughing or yelling <laughs> in fights. They're like, "What?" Okay. All right, oh, you guys, come. you guys are torturing me. Stop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. Look, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna the spare the is, listeners. The thing I'm trying to, listeners. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get get to the players out there. Uh, <laughs> confirmed by Mark Yetter, uh, this alt is bananas. It's okay. bananas. Well, that's good to know. B a n a n a s. Well, we are, uh, we are kind of getting towards the time we're gonna have to wrap up. I do have to ask really quickly yes. though, my boy Tarek. Right. I only care about one thing. What's happening to Ter uh, Armor of the Fifth Age Derek? Oh, Armor of the Fifth Age Derek <laughs> is, 
I mean, I mean, nothing is that is stone. pink Tarek still... for those of you out there. Does he pink keep Tarek. the fuzzy boots? I think so. I hope so. Bless. Right? I mean, no, no, we haven't final, we haven't made any sort of like, oh, we know exactly what he's going to look like calls. But it's like, we we looked at Arm of the Fifth Age Tarek and we're like, what is this all about? Right? It's about him being this crazy sort of fuzzy boots, pink, you know, kind of fabulous like idol. And so yeah, it's like, why don't sure. we just idol. own that? Yeah, idol. That's a, right. that's a good it's way to put it. It's basically pop star Tarek. Yeah, yeah in, in a way, right? Like everybody, without... look at me while I beat the hell out of you. Right. He uh, was pop okay. star sort of before it was cool. But yeah, before there yeah. was pop star. Yeah, there you go. Thanks to all you guys out there listening. Uh, as you can tell, this is pretty new. And uh, we, we want to hear what you guys have to think regarding topics, you know, what we're doing, how terrible I and Patrick are. Uh, so let us know, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. 